Hello and welcome back to another episode of That Podcast. My name is Ryan Janke and as always I am joined by Dana Mashevsky and Pastor DJ Laura, but not Sarah D. Young because she's gone again. All right, that's good. <laughs> I love that one. You're my best friend. <laughs> I've missed you so much. You know, you have to wonder when they were putting that thing together, because they put it together somewhere. Yeah. Somebody had to have said, is that a little long? No. <laughs> no. no. It's a perfect time. If anything, it's a little short. <laughs> Everybody gives a standing ovation for 45 seconds. <laughs> this, one's all- my, this one is my favorite, though. Yeah. Yep. They're all kind of long though. Like yeah, none of them are. are short. You know nope. what the problem is? It's got old batteries. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> not actually, that long. That does long. not make a difference. <laughs> Otherwise it <they> go. <laughs> Good stuff. Yep. And the, the shotgun one would be more like a like a uh, firecracker, <laughs> like a uh, bottle rocket. Dud. Yeah, it'd go instead of just go. <laughs> so how, how's everyone doing? We all have markings on our forehead. Oh, today is a great day. It's a great day to be in North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Where we have a, a blizzard. A gigantic. If you look on look yeah. on the radio, you, you're a radio guy. When you look uh-huh. at like the weather, the meteorology thing, yeah. and you look, it looks clear. And then you just see this like smoke that covers over everything you know right now what i've noticed if you look at the radar this very second and this doesn't help anybody who's listening because (laughs) Because it's gone the storm is going to be gone already and my driveway may be shoveled by then Mm -hmm. but if you look at the radar right now if if you zoom it out a little a little ways and you look over north dakota south dakota it kind of looks like australia really wait what yeah look at i'm oh if you turn, squint your eyes and turn your head, maybe a little. <laughs> it kind you of squint does. your eyes. <laughs> I love it when people say that. It kind of looks like it. You just squint your eyes really hard and, and turn your if head. You, if you screw up your vision, right? Up. <laughs> it looks just like Australia. Uh, yep. <laughs> Or Mikhail Gorbachev's head, one of the two. <laughs> well, when you hear this, uh, you'll be able to look back and rem- reminisce when we had this gigantic snowstorm that's supposed to cover the entire country, yep. the northern part of the country. Yeah, and it happens to be Ash Wednesday today, February twenty second, and you guys are all well ashed. I can mm-hmm. see. Yep, you did mine. I did. Yep, I did. I didn't do yours though. No, you did not. This this came from from Pastor Mark. Okay, but the promise was the same. Yep. You know, we say, uh, maybe you're wondering what Ash Wednesday is out there, folks. Um, A lot of Christian denominations celebrate Ash Wednesday in the 21st century. You have the Roman Catholics and the Orthodox and the Lutherans, a lot of the mainline churches, the Methodist churches, but then you have some churches that don't celebrate Ash Wednesday, like like the Reformed Church, and that has to do with certain things about, um, as a practice, about... uh, Things that are considered tradition as considered to be scriptural. And Ash okay. Wednesday is not scriptural per okay. se. Okay. Um, it's it's part of the church tradition that goes all the way back to at least the third century, um, where this was a time when newly um, catechized uh, uh, believers 
will, would begin a 40-day time of penitence and preparation for holy baptism on Easter. Okay, what does catechized mean? Let's go back there. So catechized. Catech- yeah, that's what I said. Catechesis means, <laughs> means teaching or to learn. And so in the Lutheran church, we have this thing called the small catechism. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a small little book that is the teachings of the Lutheran church that's essential for any Christian to know. In the Catholic Church, they have something called the the Catholic Catechism, which is like 482 pages long. Okay, light reading. It is the, yes. And to learn it is to be catechized. It's okay. catechization. It's a time of learning. Okay. Uh, I was thinking carterized. Carterized is something else. That's where you, you burn a wound so that it stops wounding, I okay. guess. Just, you seal it. All right. So, so newly catechized people would come in. Yes, not carterized. And so this day would be the beginning of a season that we call Lent. Yep. And um, over time, by about the 7th or 8th century, uh, it was less about catechism and more about all Christians engaging in a time of preparation for the coming of the cross and the resurrection that we celebrate on Easter. And so it just became part of the life of the church, the seasons of the church. And uh, this season, the season of Lent, is the season of preparation. Lent, I believe, means um, springtime. Okay. Because at the end of the 40 days, we have Easter. And um, <clears throat> and that's that's kind of the, the payoff of this time of, of penitence and, and repentance and really kind of just looking at ourselves and, and getting over, staring at our own belly buttons, singing about how great we are, mm-hmm. and recognizing that we are sinners in need of a Savior. So some of the practices that people do, like um, um, if, if you've ever heard of Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. Mardi Gras happens yesterday on Shrove Tuesday or Fat Tuesday. Yep. That's the big party before the time of repentance begins on Ash Wednesday. Okay. Okay. So we have a sign of a cross in ash on our heads. Why do you think that is? Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Yeah. What is it, what is that talking about? From uh, uh, dust you came and to dust you shall return. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so what are we saying about ourselves? We're, our this shell is going to turn into dust. Yeah. Uh, what's what's that song from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? I don't remember. Uh, we're just dust in the wind, dude. <laughs> All we are. All we are is yep. dust in the wind. Yep. I forget dude. who's saying that. <laughs> dust, wind, dude. Um, it's, it's, it's recognizing something that we hardly ever do because we are all pre-programmed to be in a constant state of denial of our own mortality. Mm-hmm. Well, when we say, remember that you are dust and the dust you shall return, we are recognizing that we are mortal, that okay. we all walk through the valley of the shadow of the death. I had, I said that tonight. I said that I'm pretty sure death has a hundred percent KO record. And a friend of ours in the congregation, smart Alex, all of them came yeah. back. He's and, and he texted me just, just a little bit earlier. Yeah, that's today. not true. Actually, I thought of that earlier. It's not true. Well, why is it not true? Well, because Jesus was fully human, but Jesus died. But he came back. Yes, I know. Yeah, but, he, but died. he still died. He still got the win. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> However, what about Enoch? Oh yeah, Enoch. That's so I got true. I get this text from someone like, 
you know, how does your 100% KO uh, average work with Enoch? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those kind of texts to which I came back. Okay. 99.9999999999%. He's like rounding error. <laughs> rounding error. <laughs> Point being is that unless God swoops you up into heaven, like he did with Enoch mm-hmm. or Elijah, we are all going to go through uh, the the experience of death. It's it's as human as as life itself. Um, we all experience life, and we we'll all experience death, and it's it happened to everyone who's come before us. So, what do we do with the sign of the cross? It is um, basically saying we recognize our mortality, and we will resist and stand in defiance of it, in defiance of death, with the one who has come to conquer death on our behalf, Jesus Christ, Son of God. And so the reason it's in the, in the form of a cross is tied to your, your baptismal promise. When you were baptized in Jesus Christ and the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, this promise was placed physically upon you, that you are marked with the cross of Christ and sealed with the Holy Spirit. I know it because having done a few baptisms in my day, we always make the sign of the cross on the baby's head or the adult's head and on their heart. And it's what baptism signifies, that you have been claimed by Christ. And if you've been claimed by Christ, you've been claimed by the salvific work, the atonement that he carries out on the cross for all of us. And that's what the journey of Lent is about. It's moving toward the cross. And because of Jesus, it's moving beyond and through the cross into the promise of eternal life. Okay. Thus, a physical sign of repentance. Gotcha. So, but repentance requires two things. Okay. Repentance is not just um, feeling sorry or feeling bad. That's the word for that is contrition. And I talked about that this morning in our service about what repentance is. And I'm going to give you an example of two um, famous Biblical people, maybe I've told you this before, so you might have the It's all right. We got new listeners all the time. Yeah. And um, really famous. Mm -hmm. And when you read how they act, they seemed really contrite, but they're not repenting. Now, the first one is King Saul. So King Saul in the Old Testament is the first king of Israel chosen by God Mm -hmm. um, and is called to that vocation by the prophet Samuel. But Saul is not faithful to God's word. God tells him not to do some stuff. He does them anyway for the sake of getting his generals and his army to like him. Mm -hmm. And God judges pretty harshly to Saul and says, all right, well, uh, you're not going to be the king that I've called. I'm taking the kingdom from you. Mm -hmm. Now, it takes a couple of decades before this actually happens, but that's given and immediately Saul is remorseful. He feels sorry, and he's like, uh, what can I do? But he's missing the second part of what would actually make him repent, okay? In the New Testament, we have this guy named Judas Iscariot. We've all heard of him, right? Mm-hmm. He's the guy who betrays— Once betra- or twice. Once or twice. He's the guy who betrays Jesus with a, with a kiss, you know, yeah. like, the, like, a, like a mobster, you yeah. know? Yeah. And um, after he does this and Jesus is arrested, he does—he is contrite. He's remorseful. He, he feels sorry for what he does, and he takes the money, and he throws it back to the Sanhedrin. He's like, I don't want your blood money. Mm-hmm. But then he goes, and he, and he takes his own life. Yep. So he was contrite, 
which means he felt sorry. He felt bad. He, he felt like he had done wrong. It's recognizing that in our case, it's recognizing that we're sinners. Mm-hmm. That's contrition, but you got to have something else for repentance to happen. You have contrition plus what Saul and Judas were missing that these other two biblical heroes had. Alongside King Saul, you have King David. King David was also a bum in a bunch of ways. He had a guy killed so that he could uh, 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 get away with uh, impregnating the guy's wife. This is the story Mm -hmm. of David and Bathsheba. And he's called out out on it by the prophet Nathan, who points his finger at him and says, you are the one. You're the one who's done this. And David realizes that he's sinned against the Lord. Mm Mm-hmm. He then writes Psalm 51, which is what we read on Ash Wednesday. It's uh, created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Uh, take not your Holy Spirit from me. Um, it's, it's contrition, but it's, something else is added to it. In the New Testament, you have it in the person of Peter. Peter says he never denied Jesus, but when push came to shove, cock-a-doodle-doo, he denies him three times. Mm-hmm. Later on, Jesus, after he's risen, speaks to Peter and says to him three times, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Mm -hmm. And Peter says, you know, I do Lord, you know, I do Lord, you know, I do Lord. From the actions of David and Peter, we discover that what David and Peter have that Judas and Saul did not is faith. If contrition is fear of the Lord, faith is love of the Lord. Mm -hmm. That even though I'm a bum and I deserve nothing good, I trust you, Lord, that you can make me well. You can make me right. And when you have those both together, that's repentance. And it's literally churning back. And so when we make the sign of the cross on our head in ash on Ash Wednesday, it is a physical sign. It's a it's a you know, it, it doesn't save you, but it's a physical sign of who our savior is, mm-hmm. who we rely on. And it's a remembrance of the promise that yes, this salvation is for you on account of Jesus Christ, who goes to the cross for your sake in your place. And that's what Ash Wednesday is all about. Ash Wednesday, the service, is not complete until Maundy Thursday. So you have mm. an ongoing service, worship service, that includes the 40 days of Lent. Okay. Any questions? So the uh, do you have one? No. Did you see a spider? No, this is me thinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dana's Dana's thinking face is a little trepidation and fear. That's funny. So we've got uh, Fat Tuesday yesterday as we record this because it's Ash Wednesday, and today then because yesterday was Fat Tuesday, we were supposed to indulge in all the things that we're going to give up. <laughs> well, right. It's not- Okay, so it's not that you're supposed to. This isn't like a church thing where like... Right, you know what I mean. That's a society thing of, ah, you're searching, you know. You you know what I'm saying. Eat, drink, and be merry because tomorrow we got to fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So is is that the... You know, everybody comes up... Well, not everybody, but you know what I mean. People come up with... Uh, I'm going to give up caffeine or I'm going to give up chocolate or I'm going to give up this or I'm going to give up that. That just just made me chuckle because it got me thinking like, I don't think Jesus said... You know what I really want before Ash Wednesday? <laughs> uh, beads. <laughs> Wear beads. We need beads. <laughs> Cheap plastic beads. I don't think that was oh. Jesus going, and no, I'll see you in 40 days. Yeah, All I right. don't think so. 
So uh, what of this idea that, okay, uh, I'm going to, this is, unless I'm wrong, this is for our own benefit saying, hey, you know what? I'm not going to have a drop. I wouldn't anyway, but I'm not going to have a drop of Pepsi-Cola. Right. For the next 40 days. Oh, that's that's a hard sacrifice yeah. for you, isn't it, Ryan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you poor, poor soul. Yeah, so so it, it is the the discipline of Lent is really taking an opportunity to discipline yourself. Some people will give up things like um I think I think it's part of the Catholic tradition where they don't eat meat mm-hmm. on Fridays during Lent. Or it might be all year long, I'm not quite sure. Uh, maybe they give up eating red meat all through Lent. Um but I do know that there's there's a Friday thing. I, I I'm not fish totally on sure Fridays. I never yeah. when I was little never understood it. Of okay. Like why all of a sudden we had fish on Fridays at mm-hmm. school, and I was like, I don't like fish. Why must I endure this? <laughs> <laughs> not even fish sticks, little that, tartar sauce. That oh. was that was your discipline for Lent. Yes. Yeah. Was eating fish on Friday. Eating <laughs> fish on picking having something to go up. To school not having red meat, but having fish. <laughs> you know the the practices for a time of devotion is tied to Jesus 40 days in the wilderness. So people will sacrifice something in order to grow deeper in their faith. It doesn't mean you have to, mm-hmm. I mean, we're Lutheran. We don't have to do any of that stuff, right. but it's, it's a, if it's a want to of yours, there's nothing wrong with fasting. Um, making a point to say, I'm going to pray more every day, taking something up rather than just sacrificing something or saying i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna eat certain foods for the season of lent i mean mm-hmm. it's a great time to go on a diet sure I, i've gone on the whole 30 several times during lent just because it, it's a perfect time to do it mm-hmm. except on wednesdays because we have all the good soups and sandwiches yeah. here yep See, i had some, some people call it lent i call it soup season yeah. <laughs> I, I had some fantastic some fantastic <laughs> wisconsin cheese soup Oh yeah, that I was popcorn. that I was uh, without, but I was uh, I was assured by somebody very close to you, Pastor DJ, mm-hmm. that it was actually from Wisconsin, not just processed in Wisconsin, but the cow that it originated from was also in Wisconsin. Is that right? Yep. I got the Wisconsin guarantee. The Wisconsin guarantee <laughs> from a Minnesota girl. <laughs> if it's who I think it is. Yeah. Well, uh, it was the only one that I saw here tonight. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. She was born in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> what does she know about Wisconsin? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. But it's you, Ryan. So, of course, she's got to have some kind of tall tale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Next thing she's going to tell you that the cow was nothing but a Green Bay Packer fan. Well, what I told her was that it must have been in the northern region of Wisconsin because it had that kind of flavor. Yeah, that northern it, Wisconsin mm, flavor. Mm, yep, yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't Dixie or anything like that. It, it had had the saltiness of Lake Superior. <laughs> there was no drawl. <laughs> no, it was really good. But it, Dana brings up a good question: popcorn or no popcorn? You know, uh, I did not have popcorn. I, I couldn't find it, but I got there late, so they may have put it away by then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair. Because I was like, um. I, yeah, they they may have put it away by the time I got there because I, I got here late. I actually think I know who took all of the popcorn. Oh. Is it the same one that told me I'm old and fat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, got it. That's a discussion for another day. <laughs> I see. 
I see. He's still Heads a little roll. sore about it. Okay, we got to let it heal before we <laughs> get the scab. I was told today by uh, Jen Kaminsky Horak. I wasn't asked. I was told. Oh, you got to have some popcorn in that. Oh, it's it's good that way. I I had it, yeah. and I don't know if I've had it that way before. I want to say I have, but I'm old, so I forget stuff. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, I would have put some in there had I found the the popcorn, but mm-hmm. I was kind of in a hurry too because I had you didn't want to kind you know, of a, just take the popcorn kind of an, your own. an important role. <laughs> yeah, you are kind of you got the big shoes. <laughs> I do. You got the big shoes for those of you. It's who, not like we could have gone on without you. Like, what are they going to do? <laughs> <laughs> for those uh, who are wondering what we're talking about, uh, we have brought back the uh live dramas here at atonement which is an is a it this place doesn't have live a lot of on stage yeah atonement doesn't have a lot of like um lot of traditions mm-hmm. but it's traditions that it has are unique to atonement and that's mm-hmm. one of them yeah the live dramas the yeah. live dramas we were able to do some some movie magic over yep. the last couple of years the last two years we produced two full-length feature films yes Yes, we did. That's a fact. Oh, yeah, I guess all together they would be that mm. <laughs> yeah. and, and not just full-length In feature films. Weeks. We're talking like like uh, uh, Pete Jackson-length films, two <laughs> yeah. and a half, three hours long. Yeah. Filmed and written, filmed, produced, released uh, 10 weeks. And on, yeah. and on a budget that would make Kevin Smith blush. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's got nothing on us. Yep. But we're back on the stage now, the live stage. Yeah. So, and I got, uh, I got called up to play Jesus this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I got to say so far from what I've seen, not I, terrible. I stumbled a bit. Not terrible. I'll always be a, my own worst critic. <laughs> It's good. But you got to let it go and move on. Look, when people are moved, you can feel it. I was talking to someone afterwards, and they were just so juiced that the dramas were back. Yeah, they that's were, good. That was something they were missing from, from their Lent. And yeah. Atonement, Atonement here, these the folks here, we love us some Lent. Yeah. Wednesday it, Lent is big. It's a big yeah. thing. I got to give a shout out to Jarl Iverson yep. on this mm-hmm. one because uh, had it been up to a, a few of us others, we would have just done the recorded mm-hmm. the recorded yeah. uh, uh, dramas again this year. So. It that way. But Jarl, was in, he was pretty adamant that this was the year to come back, and I think he's right. And I think he is too. Yeah. So, yeah, so far it so good. It needs less work for me, so. <laughs> Which makes Dana happy. Yeah. <laughs> So I forget how we got here. I've just been talking about Ash Wednesday. Yeah. And what's been going on. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, Lent and giving up things for Lent and all that sort of thing. So exactly. now uh, we have Wednesday services. This is a, a plug um, that you can actually uh, join us here in the building, 4601 South University Drive, Fargo, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Or you can go online. Um, mm-hmm. There's a... a the noon service is at noon. Is that correct? 12, yeah, 12 it's, at, it's at noon, and and we record it then and yes. then broadcast it during the live drama um, at six thirty. Yes, mm-hmm. and, uh, um, and and I wanted to put something in on that too. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to both, and they're completely different services. And it's true. the The Lenten noon service is my favorite traditional order of service mm-hmm. out there we, we do a um we use the music 
from Holden Evening Prayer, but it's during the day. So okay. it's, it's just a Holden prayer service. And you get to hear um, some really cool music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you get to hear me sing. That's Really? Yeah. Man. It's the only time I sing. Huh. Can you move it to Monday for one week? <laughs> Wednesdays so don't fried. work for you? <laughs> I'm going to do another, I'm going to do another uh, uh, shameless advertisement. Uh, if you come in to the building for either service, uh, unless I'm speaking out of turn here, oh, uh, you, you, can, you can have, you can have a meal that is uh, uh, a free will donation yep. mm -hmm. that will go to the youths who are going on Youth. mission trip. Youths. Youths. Who are going on mission trips this summer. There's only two of them, two youths. <laughs> then the rest of the kids. <laughs> yeah, and, and and as Dana says, this isn't Lent. This is soup season. Yep. Because mm -hmm. it's really good. It's yep. really Wisconsin good. Wisconsin cheese from a cow in Wisconsin. Yes. Uh, they get more they, legit they, than that. They also had chicken noodle this evening, and they had chili. Yes. Mm -hmm. Soups change every week. Yep. Yep. and build your own sandwiches and there was pickles there and i saw some hey, desserts that i didn't get to if we're if we're meeting in lent if we're meeting we're eating we're meeting yep. we're eating yep. and if you go home hungry it's your own fault yeah yep. so yes um that's uh that's good and it's it's all it's all good stuff i like it i like it a lot yep. so uh do you have any more to say on the uh, ash wednesday or the season of lent or anything like that um no only that it really is the season of preparation and mm -hmm. something we're going to be tying into that um uh for folks who've been following us online or being in worship on sunday we've been going through the gospel of luke since um um since advent which was at the end of november mm -hmm. and we're, it's a progressive sermon series all in the same book. We just finished uh, the sermon series called Reveal. And what was happening in that is Jesus is revealing who he is and who God is. Now there's going to be a turn in the Gospel of Luke, and so we are going to go into a new sermon series called Prepare. And what is Jesus preparing for? That's what we're revealing on Sunday. And it just coincides with the season of Lent. The season okay. of Lent is the season of preparation. See what I did there? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. People got to listen to that podcast to get kind of <laughs> the... All the inside. Yeah. yeah. See a bit of the stitches on the curveball. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be going through. But also, I was thinking about this too, because I'm getting excited about it, Dana, to see all of the pictures the up together, together once we're done with Easter, right? Or in Easter, that'll be the last one. And so all the all these graphics that Dana has been making to represent each of the sermon series since November, they're they're one big panel. Nice. It's gonna be cool. That's exciting. That's gonna be good. Mm -hmm. Cool. The new well, one just went out. Oh really? I'll have to check I'll have to check it out. And I'm waiting for her to send it to me so I can put <laughs> I it in. <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> so the uh Lent ends uh, at at the end of Lent. We have Easter, which is which is the day that Jesus rises. Yes, mm -hmm. but right before that, we have uh, Good Friday, where Jesus was nailed to the cross. Correct. Okay, so that leads me to a question that I have. Okay. Hey everybody! Thanks for listening to that podcast. This concludes part one. Tune in next week for part two and find out what Ryan's question is.